ringing. This call is being recorded. Hello. Hello. Is this First Lady Kim Urban? Yes, it is. <laughs> well, wonderful. <laughs> this is Jess Dominic at Bullet and Flight Radio. How are you today? I am wonderful. That is fantastic. Let me tell you something. Your podcast, Coffee with Kim, is uh-huh. blowing up on Bullet and Flight Radio. OMG, really? Oh, my God. Yes. Every <laughs> week you have listeners. So that is fantastic. Wow. I just wanted to let you know that you are really encouraging uh, men, women, it. boys, girls. Yes. Everybody. <laughs> wow. That's that's encouraging. I need all the encouragement I can get, huh? <laughs> yes. Well, you're doing that for us, so we're just giving it back to you. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, yes. So, everyone, you've already heard the introduction of First Lady. We call her First Lady. But uh, Pastor Kim. <laughs> and so what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a deeper dive and just, you know, have, have a little fun and, and, and just kick back. And, and, get, and I want you to get to know one of your favorite people on Bullet in Flight Radio. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> one of my first questions is how did you get involved in ministry and the whole podcast? <laughs> Tell us how you, what made you do that? Okay, so ministry, I I, I won't, I don't want to make it sound like I was forced into it, but ministry was just kind of like not really much of a choice because when I married my husband, whom I've been married to now for almost 38 years, um, he, I'll put it to you like that, like this. We got married on June 8th. He preached his first sermon on June 9th. And then we went on the honeymoon. What? Oh, my God. Wow. Who does that? Who does that? Exactly. Someone who was made for it. Okay. Someone who was made for it. Right. So I I had on a beautiful... Uh, wedding dress on June 8th and the next day I had on a, a dress with a hat looking like a, a, a preacher's wife the next day. How about that? Have mercy. Wow. Yes. So, yeah. so it's, just, it's just in your blood. It's in your DNA. Yeah, I guess you could say that. My father was a minister. He wasn't a pastor, but he was a minister. My husband's, um, my husband's father was a pastor for many years. And, you know, of course, my husband is a pastor. So, yeah, I guess you could say it is in the blood. That's that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in the blood and in the blood. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Both, huh? That's right. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're talking about, yes. So what inspired you then to later come up with the po- podcast, Coffee with Kim? Wow. So... Um, my husband and I have a, uh, a couples ministry that we do in, in our church, uh, 2B1 couples ministry. And so, um, it, it has really been a blessing to many couples and we've done retreats and, 
you know, classes. And even during the pandemic, we were, um, we were going uh, live. We were doing Zooms for the couples just to kind of, you know, stay in touch with everyone and make sure everybody was doing okay. Um, and so we started out um, doing that. And so I, um, I would see people doing lives on Facebook and all of that. And I was like, you know what, I, I really want to do a Facebook live. And uh, I found myself always giving people tips. People would always call mm. me, oh, what is, could you give me some advice for this or that? Or, and I found myself always giving people, you know, tips. So I said, you know what, I want to give people tips, but I don't want to be long. I just want to do it for, mm, let me see, maybe 10 minutes. And I, <laughs> I started doing it at work during my lunch hour. So I would, I would, um, uh, well, how I started was I I called myself going to go live for 10 minutes on Facebook, but the Wi-Fi was so horrible in the building. I had to record the 10 minute tips and then upload it. And let me tell you, that was an all day process because the internet was so bad. And once I started the process of recording the 10-minute tip and uploading it, then I just I would just do that. So I, I did it for my own cell phone, and I did it all by myself. And then I met um, Kwame Corbett, who is my producer um, with Pyro, um, and I know you're very familiar with Pyro. And yeah, so um, – <laughs> and so um, – you know, I met him, he became a member of my church, and we started talking, and uh, one of the other members was doing something with his company, um, he was producing something for him, and he said, you know, you, you should you should talk with him, and so I said, oh, okay, I'll do that, and so he and I had a conversation, yeah, that's how it started, and I just started doing the 10-minute tips. And then the 10-minute tips kind of flowed over into the coffee with Kim because, um, you know, I, I just wanted to do a podcast. I wanted to also have a platform where I didn't have to make, put makeup on my face and I didn't want to have to get in front of the camera. Yes. I just wanted to talk. So as All you the can things see, the first ladies really have well. to do. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, and that's, I love to hear it, hear you say it that way because, as a first lady, there is a certain standard that you always mm-hmm. have to carry with you. Again, never leave the house just the way you want. <laughs> exactly. You never right. know who you're going to run into. Yeah, you don't know who you're going to run into. Yes. <laughs> so and I, here and you I've can completely the relax. A couple times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, a couple times I just said, I'm just going to run to the store real quick. And that is always the time I will see somebody, hey, go faster. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, yes, I, I, know. I can understand that. I can totally understand that. But then they see you're human too, so hey, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And yes, and shout out to Pyro Media Network, our sister yes. company, and co-sponsor, and, yes. and Kwame Corbett. So yes, those folks over there are, are helping oh all of gosh. us kind yes. of. Uh, that accelerate the yes. game and, and, and they make us look good. <laughs> they, oh my goodness, Kwame makes me look good. Except for the bloopers. He gets <laughs> me on those bloopers. <laughs> and I have plenty of them, right? <laughs> oh, but even that's fun. 
funny, 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 funny. So he started adding the bloopers to the beginning of the uh, 10 minute tips and they were just hilarious. People loved it. That is hilarious. That is funny. So tell us, do you have any secret talent you want to share with us? Oh my God. Secret talent? I have any, I do, you know, I'm really, okay. So I guess it, to me, it's a talent. I don't know how secret it is, but I guess it's a secret if you've never been to my house. But I am a serial decorator. <laughs> really? I don't know if that makes sense to you. Oh, my God. You know, I like things just so, and I love decorating my house. And so um, we just recently purchased a house last year in December. And uh, let me tell you. And yes, yes, congratulations we, again on that. Thank you. So December 23rd, let me tell you what happened. So our home has always been the home in the family where everybody comes for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. They even snuck Easter in on me one time. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so um, we, you know, because of the pandemic, we really hadn't been able to get together because there's quite a few of us. And, you know, we were trying to be safe, and so we had everyone just go to your own little sections, and we just met on Mm -hmm. Zoom a couple times. So Mm -hmm. that's how we did that. So this last year, Christmas, my family was like, we don't care if we all got to go get COVID shots or whatever. We're coming to your house. But what they didn't know was that we were, like, right in the middle of moving. And then Uh. in, in Thanksgiving, my daughter got really ill. She was in the hospital for a long period of time, almost all of of things, uh, all of uh, November. And but we were in the middle of packing and all of that. And so I said, you know what? My family wants to be together. So I just took all the boxes, stuck them in one room in the back, and we had Thanksgiving dinner. The day after, we pulled all that stuff out, started packing again. And escrow closed on December the 23rd. We moved in on December the 24th. And I was set up, had cooked gumbo and chicken adobo, and my family came to my house on December 25th. Oh, my God. And when they came in, they they said, you didn't just move in here. You, You did not just move in here. And I said, yes, I did. I just, but you guys wanted to be together so badly. I wanted you to have a place to go. And so I had to work. Me and my daughters, we worked. Well, not my daughter who was sick, but she helped as much as she could. But we worked all day and all night. We put the house together and we served uh, Christmas, and everybody had a fantastic time. So I guess that's my my secret. I'm a serial decorator. (laughs) See, when you said that, the first thing that I thought about was uh, uh, flip or flop. (laughs) (laughs) And and all those home improvement shows. Do you watch, are you, are you, do you like binge those shows? I figured. (laughs) I love it. And you know what else I love to do too? I will go to um, model homes and I'll take pictures. (laughs) Yeah, for ideas, yes. Uh-huh. I'll take pictures. I love it. I love it. That makes so much sense. 
That makes so much mm-hmm. sense now. Mm-hmm. I know that you are also musically inclined. As well, oh, did, I know that oh, you play. Man, I don't know about that. Do, <laughs> do you play I the instruments, or are you just a soloist? <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm neither. <laughs> I I don't play an instrument, <laughs> and I don't consider myself a soloist. I do sing with the praise and worship team at church and the choir. You know, when we do have a choir, but and I love to do that. Honestly, you know, singing praise and worship. And I know sometimes even that is not real um, something that, you know, first ladies typically do. But I'm not your typical first lady. So, you know, that kind of works. But um, I, I, yeah, I just, I don't, I'm not a big soloist, but I do love singing with the praise. I love singing with the team, so. See, that's wonderful. And let me co-sign on that. Everyone, she is not. Pastor Kim is not a typical first lady. She is someone who oh. is in the weeds and and on the pavement. And, and yes. she, to me, she's more of a uh, civil rights leader in a oh, sense. Oh, wow. Because, okay. because I, well, I'm talking about you behind your back, so just ignore me. Okay. <laughs> she is someone who is deeply interested in the health of, of women, those that are most vulnerable in our society, yes. this yes. is what she does on a day-to-day basis. Yes. So, yes. you know, yes. I, I know that a lot of folks, some folks who may be listening today may be, as I always say, church hurt or you don't mm-hmm. do this or you mm-hmm. don't do that because whatever mm-hmm. trauma you've been through. Trauma, there yes. are some real people out here mm-hmm. who are really mm-hmm. trying to make a difference. Yes, so yes. I thank that, you for that. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you for even just acknowledging that. Yeah, I am a, a administrator for a foster family agency. Um, we And I, I do manage a couple offices, you know, for the agency, Fred Jefferson. And um, yeah. I, I love what I do. Sometimes I'm a little stressed out and a little high strung and all over the place. But, you know, I, I tend to bring myself together at some point. <laughs> and, and well, it comes down. with the job. It comes with the job. That's not easy. Oh my God! Yes. And anyone who has a heart for people, you can't you can't be unemotional. You know, it's right. Right. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. So where do you? Kind of carries over into the ministry too. So it does. It does. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's actually you. You just that was a perfect segue to my next question, actually. Uh huh. Because I was uh-huh. going to ask, where do you see yourself, your ministry, in the next ten years? Okay, let's see. I am fifty-eight, and I'll be well. I'll be fifty-eight in a week or so, um, and I'll be sixty-eight in in ten years. So I, I hope I'm like getting ready to pass that baton to somebody else, so me and my husband can go hang out. <laughs> <laughs> I I hear it's retirement time. And happy you birthday. Know? I know your birthday just oh, thank you. passed. Actually, no, 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 just it's passed. Oh, yeah, 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 Well, yeah. when this it's... airs, it would have Right, just... you're right. <laughs> you're right. My bad. <laughs> so, so we already know you had a fabulous birthday. Oh, yeah. My, <laughs> my, family, my family is the bomb. Yes, yes. <laughs> 
Everyone, you know, obviously this is pre-recorded, so we're 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 speaking just before her birthday. But I'm I'm, I'm oh, predicting yeah. and prophesying she's had a fantastic birthday. It was in my mind already. It was absolutely wonderful. <laughs> so that's wonderful. So retirement. You see yourself retired in the next ten years. Sort of, kinda. You know, I'm Because you never really retire, do you? You don't. Not, you yeah. know, you really, really don't. And in 68, I'm probably not fully retired, maybe retired from young. some things. Yeah. yeah. And my husband and I, we have, like, some some personal goals that we are, like, kind of digging into right now. So by that time, time, I really hope those things are up and going and and. and we're not even having to work hard at them at that time. You know, yeah. they're kind of working while we're sleeping type thing. And yeah. so um, yeah. that's kind of, you know, the focus right now is, is building generational wealth. Yeah. So that's kind working of the direction we're smarter, going. not harder. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah, may have to work a little a, bit hard in the beginning, but it'll yeah. pay off. Yes. That's right. And, and and that's the way to do it. one of the big things I, I I love to talk about and I love to ask people of all ages because you get mm-hmm. obviously a different response because we're all at a different time in our life. But I love sure. to ask someone who is a mature person, not old, mm-hmm. but mature. Right. Where do you, you see go. yourself in ten years? Because ten years we know is a big deal and yes. even ten years in the future there's still youth, vitality, yeah, and yes. you still want to do stuff. There's still movement and, and places you right. want to go and things you want. Right. So it's just, y'all young folks, listen, life does right. not stop. If you think life stops at 40 or 50, you are wrong. Please. Sometimes you are not just even. getting started. <laughs> I was going to say that, hey, at 40, I, I figured out who I was and what direction I was really going in and had more confidence in myself, you know, and, and you know, so, you know, to me, I, I feel like I've been a better person since that time. And then 50 and now, you know, moving towards 60, you know, I'm just encouraged at, at every decade. Yes. I'm, I'm actually 10 years younger than you, and I'm just excited about where you are because I'm I'm about to yes. get there. <laughs> You're headed there. I I'm headed it, there. It's a great thing. It's, it's it, and I'm looking it's forward to 50. <laughs> Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. So talk to us about your childhood. What was that like? I know you said you've already talked a little bit about how ministry was in your blood and your family. But talk to yeah. us about, because you sound so happy, and everyone, I, I, before I, you answer, I <laughs> want to say, check out her podcast, Coffee with Kim, because she does <laughs> the deep insight into her life. She, she really yeah. pulls back the curtain, the velvet rope is gone, and she really invites you in, and you feel like you're talking to a sister, a friend, a mom. Uh, your best girlfriend, you know. So anyway, oh, your- thank <laughs> you. I really thank enjoy you. your podcast. I really do. Thank you. So, again, what was your childhood like? <laughs> wow. You know, my childhood um, had segments. So let me just quickly explain. So, you know, my my parents were great, loving parents. They met in the Army, got married, 
had me, best thing ever happened to him. <laughs> and then uh, they had my siblings. And when my, my sister was three, our mother passed away. Our mother was 32 when she passed away from colon cancer. Oh, and wow. yes, so I was 11, my brother was seven, and my sister had just turned four, as a matter of fact. And so, um, you know, our dad kept us together. You know, many family members wanted to take us and raise us, but my dad was like, nope, this is all I have. I'm keeping my kids. I'm going to raise right. them. He he did. He was awesome at it. He didn't know everything. We ate a lot of pig ears and canned corn, but we were full, okay? <laughs> I heard that. He knew how That's to boil right. some pig ears, and he knew how to go buy some Jim, Jim Dandy fried chicken, and he knew how to open up a can of corn. He taught me how to open up a can of corn and a can of green beans, and we did what needed to be done, okay? And yeah. so... <laughs> That's how it was for a while until my dad remarried to a okay. woman who took all three of us and made us her own. Um, and uh, so I had a childhood that was happy, happy, then sad, very sad when my mother died because I was very close to my mom, very close Imagine. to her family. Yeah. And I it did stay in touch with my family on my mom's side, but um my 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 yeah my formative and teen years they they were happy and you know there were no issues or problems i didn't have any real deep traumas or anything to happen um but i was very much uh parentified because when my dad you know before my dad was married i was really like taking care of my siblings you know i was a yeah. latchkey kid and so, you know, I would drop them off at the babysitter's house, go to school, come back, pick them up, come in the house, and, you know, lock that door until dad got home. You know, and then when he married, we moved into the suburbs, which was a culture shock, because <laughs> we lived in the jungle at that time. Oh, and, got it. So I went from the jungle to living in Cerritos. So that was a complete uh, and utter culture shock. But I, I, I you know, I'm was. the type of person I know how to acclimate. I'm, I'm good at that, you know. Yeah. And so I did. Went to college, you know. Married the, the love of my life and have a wonderful family. So it all, it all worked out. Please look it at all that. Worked out. And you know, yeah. and you say it wasn't too traumatic, but losing no. your mom at such an early oh, age. Oh my God! Yes. Yes, I've heard yes. many of interviews from, from different people who lost their parents at young yes. ages, and they do talk about how it changed their life and how mm -hmm. even today mm -hmm. that they, they're they not the same person that they you were know, because of the loss. So, I, I've mm -hmm. met and talked to people the same, you know, how it really did yeah. change them. Um, it did change things for me, and there are some – areas of course of my life that did change that I was used to a parent being one way and this you know my stepmom she wasn't quite like my mom her personality was right. completely different but it kind of taught me that everybody's not the same and you can't expect 
people to, you know, engage you the same way. So, yeah. you know, I, I learned the hard way in, in some cases, but, you know, we worked it out. Now, there were some difficult parts That's in there good. in my teen years where some family members kind of got involved in areas they shouldn't have, you yeah. know, but God was in my life and he always protected me, always guided me and always made a way of escape for me. So yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful, Amen. but I, I am happy that, you know, if my mom had lived, she would not have been happy because she would have been basically a vegetable. And so, you know, I think when I got an understanding of that later on yeah. in my life, it, it, I was more at peace. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and it's so difficult to understand why certain things happen. And yeah, we get yeah. mad at God and thinking mm-hmm. that he's done something unfair. But yeah. in reality, he has had mercy. Yes. Oh, it's yes. Just, right? But it's difficult to comprehend when you're in the moment. So, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I totally get that. I, I have yeah. My parents are still alive, but I lost my oldest brother, who was my best oh. friend several oh, wow. years ago. That felt like I lost a limb. <laughs> I bet. No, no I bet. It's like there are moments wow. where I want to call him just to chat. It's like, yeah, okay, that's going to mm-hmm. be a very long distance phone call. So I, just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I got humor yes. about it now, but you know. <laughs> right, right. I know. I understand. Yes. yes. So within. What you're doing, with, obviously, within Coffee with Kim, I, I'm going to mm-hmm. ask there. Mm-hmm. If you could collaborate with anyone, who would it be and why? You know, I was looking at that question, and I was like, wow. You know, because if I could just, like, be transparent, I'm not really good at collaborating much I you know sometimes I can be so guilty of of working in a silo (laughs) but I have met some really great people that have kind of pulled me out of that you know got me out of that headspace of just kind of working to myself but I thought about that I said you know if I was going to collaborate because now that I think about it um Dominic this person is one of the folks that really kind of inspired me to do the podcast. And that was Michelle Obama. And I, I was listening when she was doing her podcast, I was listening and I was so impressed by the podcast that she did with her friends, the women who she called her friends. And, you know, I I thought about that because she was of course the first lady of the United States. But I thought about all the ways that I related to her um, in that, like, you you know, when you're a first lady of anything and anywhere, yeah. you, you just can't have, and I, I hate to sound this way, but you just can't have any kind of friend. They really have That's to be true. people who understand you, who, who understand your humanity, yeah. you know, who you are, your, your, idiosyncrasies, you know, your your shortcomings and, you know, your your personality traits, all of that. They really have to be okay with all of that and not 
put that first lady thing in front of you and say, oh, wait a minute now, you're the first lady. Now, when it's necessary to do that, when they need to, like, wrangle you in and go, hey, hey, get it together, you know. I do have (laughs) friends who do that for me. I do. I have friends who do that for me. They be like, girl, wait, get yourself down. (laughs) If you don't take a seat. You know, I and I love them for that. But I was listening to her yeah. and she was talking with these ladies who were just real with her. And I thought, God, I would love to to be able to, like, mix my friends in with hers. And we just talk about you were the first lady of the United States and I'm the first lady of this wonderful church. And how can we, you know, what what are the similarities? And you know, what yeah. are some things that, you know, areas that, you know, you felt like, you know, you just couldn't keep going. And, and I can share some of those things, oh. you know, as well. My God. Could you yeah, imagine I, how juicy that conversation would be oh, between the two of you? Woo. She's such a cool person. Oh yes, my God, and we all so cool. saw the tightrope yes. that she had to walk. Oh, my God. The first yes. African-American Queen. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was yes. a big deal. Yeah. Yes, oh wow, was. that gave me chills yes. hearing that. <laughs> I would love to hear that podcast. Oh my god. See, that that would be so awesome. I, I feel like that would be like a Gail and Oprah situation right there. That would be something right. that you would <laughs> So right, right. So 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 Michelle, first lady, if you're listening, let's do yes. it. Let's collaborate. <laughs> first lady. Michelle Obama. If you yes. listen first, I'm gonna pass out. But second, <laughs> give Kim a call. Give First Lady a call. First Lady, right. give First Lady a call. Please give me a call. Give me a call. <laughs> that would be worth it. That would be good TV. Oh yes, so, it would. If you could, if you could just name what mm-hmm. one passion as your greatest passion. What would it be? Um, because you are very yeah, passionate person. Yeah, so back, I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. I guess one of my, and I can't say the 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 one that I'm most passionate about, but probably if it was in my top two or three, it would be um, marriages. I, I love. Uh huh. I love marriage. I love teaching and helping, you know, and sharing with mm. couples, you know, and especially young couples, you know, I, I want to see them yeah. do it better. I won't say right, yeah. but I'll say better, you know. Yeah. yeah, and being that divorce rates are so high, there is a lot of help mm-hmm. needed to yes. help people yes. navigate and steer and have a realistic mm-hmm. idea of what marriage yes. is. Yes, that's it. You said it, realistic. Because honestly, because I, my my idea wasn't realistic when I first got into marriage. You know, I had to figure out are. that. Yeah, you know, I was like, uh, this is we not too busy what I looking at Snow White be. or Cinderella. Yes. You know, we think yes. that's the way it goes. It's happily ever after. It's like this is no, it's one day like at a time. <laughs> this is work. One day. This is a twenty-four hours, seven days a week. Yes. That's right. That is mm-hmm. so true. Now that is that yeah. is wonderful. And so, and, and so everyone, I know that, um, and, and I, 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 shout out to Church One, shout out to Church One. Oh, thank you. The ministry, the worship, 
all that you and your lovely husband do. Uh, everyone oh, I have you. met thank them you. both, and they are real people. <laughs> they are humble, and they, they've got really big hearts. So if yeah. you're in the Long Beach area, stop by and check yes. them out. Yo, yes, yo. And they're, please, they're also please. online, so check them out. If you're not in California and you can't make it, check them out online. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, okay, we talked about one of your greatest passions, but what would be, mm-hmm. in your opinion, one of your greatest convictions? Mm. Wow. One of my greatest convictions. One of my greatest convictions really is to always be truthful and honest with people. I really try to be as honest and truthful with people as I possibly can. I because I, I I just feel like I want people to be the same with me, even if it may hurt my little feelings for a second or so. You know, I, I just want, I want people to, to tell me the truth. You know, I, I want people to tell me the truth, and I want people to, um, to, to accept the truth from me. Yes. Hello? Yes. Oh, okay. That, no, yeah. no, 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 that's you. I'm sorry. I just had to think for a minute. I was like, my God. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, and I can't, I'm not perfect, but I really try to be as honest with people and truthful with them as I, as I possibly can. See, what I love about that, and you made me to get a, I like went off into my head and to thought for a split second. I was listening, but I think, you know what, you, what you're talking about? The, the spirit of truth. Those who are Christian mm. know that we call that mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The spirit of truth, and we are made in his image and his likeness. Yes. God, the Father, yes, Son, Holy are. Spirit, how, however you want to look at that. We are made in his image and in, in his likeness, and he is love, yes. and he is truth. So that's mm-hmm. beautiful to hear that your greatest conviction is to walk in truth. Because walking in truth, to me, is also walking in love. Yes, yes. You yes. can't love somebody and then lie to them. It don't right, that that's true. No, it's true. It is. So, no, that's what yep. you, you had me on. That's why I got a little quiet, everybody. I was like, she preaching. I'm about to run all over my office. <laughs> I love that. You say, hold my meal. Like, I know, that's right. I was like, hmm. I was like, okay. Yeah. So, what do you want people to know most about you, your ministry, mm-hmm. your business, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all that you do? Hmm. Yes. Well, please know that anything and everything that I do comes from a real and a pure place. Any, any, anything I do uh, at work, at home, at church, I, I I try to give it my one hundred and ten percent. I'm I don't always, you know, meet the mark, make the mark or you know, but I really try to, to do the best that I can um and uh give people as much of me as I possibly can without losing me yes, in the process. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That takes a lot of balance. 
That and it, it, it takes yes. a while to figure out the balance too. You know. Yes, it does. Yep. That and that was one of my biggest challenges, if you will, um, early on, because sometimes you know, as a first lady, you tend to feel guilty if you're not taking all the phone calls and not, you know, running to every single situation that happens. You know, one of the things that I had to learn, and I was on a Zoom with some friends yesterday, um, my husband and I celebrating one of our friends' birthday, and one of the ladies that was on the Zoom, she said, one of the, 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 the things that I learned, she had turned 60, she said, something that I learned at age 60 was the answer, the word no. She said, I learned how to say no. She said, and without, she said, and and I learned that no with the period behind it is a complete sentence. Complete. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's, you know, you don't always have to say no with an, you know, explanation, but you can just say, oh, oh, no, no, or no, thank you. I'm good at saying no, thank you. You know, and I've and I've had to tell people, you know, I I can't make that, you know, or that's not yeah. something I would be interested in doing right now. So balance, like you said, is something that I really have had to learn over the years, because um, we used to just do too much, as I call it. We would do too, yeah. and then we found ourselves not only serving our members, but when other people's members found out how easy and open and giving you were. They would want you to serve them, too. I'll tell you a quick, funny story. So back, back, back in the day when we first started, um, we were meeting in a um, a storefront. And, you know, things were going well. People were coming. Then you always have people who come to your ministry. They don't quite want to join or they don't want to make a commitment, but they love to come. And that was cool. We were all very young at the time. And um, my... uh, our ministry at the time had a van. And so okay. we had this like 15 passenger van and, you know, we were young, had a lot of energy. So sometimes after church, you know, we didn't always say brother, so-and-so you take the people home. We would pack them <laughs> in the van and we would, you know, on our way home, we would take them home. Right. Oh boy. And yeah. so we, I remember we took this, uh, this couple home. They, it was the two of them. They had like three or four kids. So we we took them home. They didn't live too too far from where we were. And um when when they were getting off the van, we were like, Okay, good night. It was good to see y'all tonight. You know, we had a great service. Y'all take care, have a great week. And the wife proceeded to say, she said, Well, you know, tomorrow I need you to be here at um ten AM because I need to go to the social security office. Huh? And take care of some business. So could you <laughs> could you get here at ten? <laughs> no. I, think I, held my breath. <laughs> I think I held my breath. And I looked at my husband because he was in the driver's seat, and I was sitting like in the front. And I turned around. I said, "Oh, sweetheart," I said, "No, this is not a service. This is not a bus service." This is just a way for people to get back and forth to church service on Sunday evenings, you know, when you don't have transportation. But no, I'm so sorry. We we won't be going we won't be showing up tomorrow. We have jobs and children. 
And she got mad and never showed up again. She said, well, oh, okay, wow. fine. I'll find somebody oh, else. Really? And I'm thinking in my mind, uh, hey, you ain't hurt my feelings. <laughs> and, and, and you're not going to find nobody else. No. no. So, so get a, you, you don't know how this works, so. <laughs> yes. Where did you get that from? I may have an extra bus schedule in my purse. How about that? Right. But, Hello? I mean, that's all I can do for you. <laughs> right. Wow. That is it. That, that is, is so it. interesting. Yeah. That wow. that right there was, it was something. Well, you handled that very something. well. I really tried. I, you know, because some of the things that I really wanted to say, <laughs> I, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. But, but I just, I was so outdone with the fact that, and it wasn't even an ask. No, it, it was, was a demand. Test. It was a demand. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's that's too much. Uh, Way <laughs> too much. Way too much. Oh. So <laughs> tell it. Tell everyone how we can find you on social media. Oh yes, I am. You can you can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm Kimberly Jenkins Irvin on Facebook. You can also find me on uh, Pyromedia Network. I'm there with the ten minute tips and. And you can also find me on Bulletin Flight Radio. You sure can. Uh, you sure can. You can find my <laughs> podcast on um, Spotify. I yeah, I, that's where I listen to it. I listen to it on, okay. on Spotify. Yeah, and um, and then I when Kwame sends me the links, then I listen to it. Um, I love listening to it on your. Um, on your radio station, it was just like, wow, I'm on a radio station. I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> and everyone, you know, she's on every Sunday. We moved her to one of our prime time slots, which is Sunday. It's one of our time uh, slots because you really do get it. Listen. And, and then, of course, the replay is on Monday as well. And I'm telling you, that's why, and I can't wait to get more. We need more of your podcast. Oh, yeah, there's, there's more color. coming. There's more coming. Yes, I think there's there's going to be a airing sometime in October. The are you entering are a new season? Out. Okay, right. So your new yeah. season starts in October. Yes, right. I. my new season starts in October. And I have another show. It's going to be a live show. Um, it's going to start on the 20, oh, I don't know. Am I supposed to be saying this? <laughs> I might be getting yeah, trouble. I think the announcement was made. I think the announcement oh, okay, was made. Okay, good. Very good, very good. Okay, so I have a new a live show. This is really, now look, this is good. a stretch for me. Um, the live show, it's going to be, mm-hmm. it's just Kim. And it's going to be a live show starting October, I believe, the 28th on um, Facebook Live at 8 o'clock in the morning. And it's going to be me up with whoever's up that early in the morning, you know, and we're going to be just talking about stuff that is interesting to us as women, black women, people, black people, um, 
mothers, daughters, friends, I mean, just anything. I want to open it up with prayer because I want everybody to end their week, you know, with some good prayer, and we go right into our conversation. Wow. Listen to that, everybody. There's so much more I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yes, and so so are we. And and we promise here on Bullet and Fight, we're not going to tell. We'll keep it between us. What you just discussed, we'll just keep it between okay. us, right, audience? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's some good tea, and you heard it here first, everyone. Yeah, oh, you heard it here first. Radio. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get fired no. from Pyro, but okay. <laughs> well, she has a home on Bullet and Flight, everyone. So. Hey, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, Pastor Kim. I want to thank you for taking some time out of your day. I know how busy you are, or at least oh, I think goodness. I know how busy you are. Okay. <laughs> but everyone, right after this, please keep it locked. We are going to hear some of Pastor Kim's favorite inspirational jams, okay? So keep hey. it locked right here. And again, please be sure to tune in to listen to Coffee with Kim every Sunday And if you don't catch it on Sunday, the replay is on Monday. Monday morning, Sunday morning, it's wonderful inspiration on your way to church or after church. You just turn it on, and it's just good. It's wonderful, really. So be sure to check her out right here. But up next, we're going to listen to some of her favorite songs, inspirational songs that just help her make it do what it do. You know, so yes. keep it. You got to have that inspiration. <laughs> That's right. So, everyone, keep it locked, and we shall return. 